Welcome to the Real-Time Storytime by Robert R. Ricks. We will get this thing started pretty soon. What I need for you guys right now is just to hold tight. We need to allow people to show up because this show is nothing without the viewers. You see, I require keywords or phrases that you will give me and I will craft a story based off these keywords. I have about two and a half minutes to create the story. And then after I create the story, I have to see if I got all of the keywords in, at least 10 of them. We try to have at least 10 to 14 keywords, and I attempt to get all of them in, but if I can get at least 10, it's a good day. Now, I know you guys are going to have some really crazy ones. Now, I do need to warn any new viewers, the existing crew that comes here on a regular basis are filthy, nasty motherfuckers with foul language. Language is going to be a problem. You might want to check out now because these stories, nine times out of ten, are extremely vulgar, sometimes violent, oftentimes very weird, sometimes funny. Alright, we'll get this thing started pretty soon. What's up, YouTube? It's Robert R. Ricks. It is Sunday, November 17th, 2019. This is the real-time story time, and uh, we're going to have a good time. At least, I hope we are. That's the plan, anyway. So, you folks listening on a podcast, this is a live show we do every Sunday, uh, for the most part. Sometimes things come up, and you know I have to do a double on a Monday and a Tuesday or whatever, but for the most part... Every Sunday, 7 o'clock, Mountain Standard Time, which would be 6 o'clock on the West Coast. Uh, it would be like, what, 9 o'clock on the East Coast? 
So anyway, I am in Utah, so that's why I say Mountain Standard Time. Uh, loving my Angry Jack Love hoodie. Nice, nice. Aunt Flo and Harry Squirrel Nuts. Good night all. Aunt Flo and Harry Squirrel Nuts. Okay, so I guess that's yours backwards. You're doing a drive-by, blopping off and then going. <laughs> all right, so what we do is we get some keywords. This is a live show on YouTube uh, for as long as YouTube will have me. Uh, there's rumors circling the virtual water cooler that YouTube might start cutting smaller channels in an effort to um, save their tremendous, tremendous hosting uh, cost uh, for something that's more ad-friendly. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. If, if indeed this does go um, somewhere, go bye-bye, then I'll just have to go to some other live platform and, and stream it. But you folks on podcasts, it'd be kind of irrelevant for you because you're kind of checking the content after the fact. So even if I have to do this in some other way, I'll find a way. But um, what happens right now is uh, the viewers that are watching, they see chat your keywords and they hear this sound. Please submit your words now. And some music's going to start playing so you guys don't hear any dead air. I'm going to jot these keywords inside of this book right here. This allows me to keep track of all the keywords and the different stories that we kind of create with this experience. And uh, Backwoods had to cut out, but it looks like he left Ant Flow. And Harry Squirrel Nuts. Which for uh, Backwoods is, uh, you know, pretty, pretty mellow little drop-off. Normally he leaves some stuff that makes me uh, kind of blush a little bit. And we got Brass, Monkey, And uh, Buddha Palm. Uh, we've got Druids. And then we got Cold as a Wizard Left Nut. And Dragon Slayer. We're off to a very interesting start here. Need about three more words. So I think if, uh, there we go. Mysterious Shadow Man. And if Vix can throw some. Mysterious Shadow Man. Bow, wow, wow. Demon Slayer.
50% tattoo, 50% asshole. That's pretty good. 50% tattoo. Oh, you want 50% tattoo ink and 50% asshole. Okay, 50% tattoo ink. 50% asshole. Imp Catcher and Leaping Lizard. Okay, I think we're good. Imp Catcher and Leaping Lizard. Alright. So we've got Ant Flow, Hairy Squirrel Nuts, Brass Monkey, Buddha Palm, Druids, Cold as a Wizard's Left Nut, Dragon Slayer, Mysterious Shadow Man, Demon Slayer, 50% Tattoo Ink, and 50% Asshole, uh, Imp Catcher, and Leaping Lizard. So we've got 12. Now, I have to take these and figure out what we're going to do with it. So, I'm going to go ahead and hit some music here. Well, I think. And drop some notes here. Did it just stop on me again? I don't know. It seems like every so often that one right there hiccups a little bit. Hmm. That's a little weird. Okay. All right. So I think I has it 
figured out to a point. Yeah, we're going to see where this goes, but you can kind of see all I really have is some names and a very loose setting. <laughs> so, I'm going to take off the headphones. Put those over there. Come back over here. Turn that off. Put this guy down over here so I can see my notes. Like that. So we got Ant Flow, Hairy Squirrel Nuts, Brass Monkey, Buddha Palm, Druids, Cold as a Wizard's Left Nut, Dragon Slayer, Mysterious Shadow Man, Demon Slayer, 50% Tattoo Ink, and 50% Asshole, uh, Imp Catcher, and Leaping Lizard. Now, when I use these keywords, uh, if I can remember, I will toggle this. Uh, for you folks listening on the podcast, uh, unfortunately, you're just going to have to remember those keywords because uh, I won't hit the button and a sound at the same time because that's going to be a little distracting. Give me a second to wet my whistle. All right, so let me get this right about here. Everything is set up. And the problem here is it's so fucking dark. Hopefully I'll be able to read that. All right, so without further ado, this is the real-time story time. Uh, I don't get it. I mean... It's so frustrating. When do I get to see action? Believe me, you are not ready for action. Oh, what the hell? What's wrong with you? You know it, boy. Just shut the fuck up, all right? You talk too much. You know, you're supposed to be listening. You're supposed to be training, doing what I fucking tell you to do. Enough of the fucking questions, all right? Oh. No, I'm I'm just worried about you. What what's going on? I stared at my teacher. I had never seen her wince in pain. Not once. I had never seen her scour her face and hold her stomach. I thought for a moment perhaps somebody had poisoned her. She stared at me. Blue eyes, piercing held my gaze, understood my concern. Relax, relax. This is not a big deal. You know, it happens. I don't expect you to understand, but just trust me. It happens to women, all of us. It doesn't matter what we do as far as training or anything else. Our biology is our biology. I stared at her trying to understand what she was talking about. You mean there's a, a mystical curse? There's some kind of a spell or something that somebody has cast on you that only affects women? 
She chuckled at that, smiled, and then winced again. Oh, you really don't know shit, do you, boy? I was flabbergasted. I didn't quite know how to respond. It's just my Aunt Flo. She's visiting. She comes once a month, you know. It's something that all women have to go through, kind of preps us for childbirth. Dawning. Understanding dawned on me. Oh, fudge. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I know, kid. I know. You don't have any sisters and you don't have a mom. I get it. But you do know what that is, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Master Lowe instructed us about anatomy and the birds and the bees and all of that boring stuff. Well, I wish I could say it's boring, but right now it's a real pain in the ass. All right. Again, I'd like for you very much to practice your kata in front of me right now. Let's go to uh, number 16. I thought about it for a second. 16 is so boring. Can we practice something a little bit more fun? She tilted her head, smiled at me. Okay, you caught me in a rare mood. What would you like to practice? Ooh. I want to practice palm strikes. Okay, which one? Uh, I don't know. Which one do you like better? Well, I am partial to the one where you hit somebody three different locations and you let them walk and their heart explodes. <gasps> My eyes widened. Excitement filled me. Was she talking about the legendary Dim Muck? Are you talking to Death Touch? Yeah, I am. You gonna teach me that? Fuck no. Like I said, you're not ready. But you can practice your Buddha palm right now if you want. Oh, that one is fucking boring. Ah, language. Ah, fudge. Right. That one is freaking boring. She smiled at me, nodded. Yeah, I suppose it is. You could try the other ones that I've been teaching you. The one that you cry every time you do it. Oh, the brass monkey. That's right, the funky chunky, the brass monkey. Can you do it or can't you? I'll try again, master, I'll try again. My heart was pounding differently this time. Instead of excitement, it was pounding with fear. First time I tried this, I pretty much shattered my fucking hand. It was only the healing monks that brought it back that allowed me to continue my training. Otherwise, regular doctors would have told me it would have been months and months before I could use my hand again. Okay, remember what I've taught you. Start off, you center, you breathe, you allow your chi to charge. And as you do, you feel it. Where do you feel it at? I feel it in my stomach. Correct. And then what do you do? As I breathe, each breath that I take, I let it grow and grow and grow 
until I feel it get hot. And then, and then with my mind's eye, I direct it up my chest around to my elbow and then I pull it past my elbow until I feel it almost yank my arm. And then, and then as I swing forward, I allow it to fly forward, covering my hand, protecting my hand to give it power. Correct. How many times have you done this successfully? I looked down for a moment. I didn't want her to see the shame in my eyes. There are other students way more adept, better than I was at this particular technique. I had almost done it one time. Uh, I almost said once, but I knew that would have been a lie. Never. Okay, so tonight's your first time. Ugh. She groaned again. I wish this fucking chi would help me with this. She groaned. I'm really sorry. Don't be. It happens. Not a big deal. Alright. I'll get it ready. You did it started. I did as she instructed. Began my breathing techniques. I could feel it. I could feel the chi building. And I did. It's a very fun and interesting thing when you actually get your breathing under control. Most normies will sit there and roll their eyes when they go to a yoga class or something else and they tell them you have to focus on your breathing. Most people look at it as some kind of bullshit. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not. Breathing is one of the most important things that any practitioner needs to master if they hope to do anything other than fart. So as I focused and I did as I was instructed, I could feel the power growing. She set up a stone dummy, rolled it out in front of me. Dead center of the dummy was slots where you could slide boards in or any other material. I almost shit my pants when I saw her take a thin sheet of metal and slot it in. I didn't object. I didn't say anything. I had to trust my master. She knew my capabilities, even if I didn't. So I continued, but the fear was there. I pushed it down as I tried to control the breathing and the chi. As I did, it was distracting. I would breathe, 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 push the fear away while channeling, push it away, channel. Push it away. Come on. You're fucking up, Mackie. I trust you will push that fucking fear away. I nodded and I breathed. One more breath. The fear was gone. Now I could feel it. Unhindered. Un uninterrupted. And as I did... I noted something that I had never felt before. There was a coldness, distinct, different, that I felt at the base of my skull. It wrapped the spine that extended down from the nape of my neck. I'd never felt this before. I felt maybe this was 
part of the technique that I had never quite achieved before and I allowed it to continue. I took the stance. It was a deep, low horse stance. I pulled my elbow back. I extended my left hand forward, feeling the material in front of me. Not touch-wise, but feeling it, probing it, feeling it from five inches away. I could feel the icy cold surface. I could feel the imperfections of the metal. I examined the imperfections of the metal, saw a weak spot. I knew that's where the focal point of the strike had to be. She watched, keen interest. She seemed to be ignoring whatever internal pain and turmoil she was going through. Now I had her undivided attention. Time slowed. I could feel goosebumps on my skin. The time was there. There was no thought. There was no hesitation. Just the action. My hand shot forward. Fist came in contact with something cold for the briefest of moments. And then there was something that shocked me. There was a brief, small, but focused explosion. And a flash. A flash of light. I heard a gasp a moment before the explosion. My mind reeled. What had happened? I was still standing, but the dummy in front of me, the one made out of stone, the one that was close to 3,000 years old, that had had many students pound on it, attack it, spit on it, piss on it, curse it, laid in front of me in rubble. I looked at my master. Her eyes were wide. What the fuck did you do, Mackie? I, I, I don't know. I did what you told me to do. No, you did much more. Who's been teaching you? You. Don't lie to me. Who's been teaching you? You. She stared at me. Step forward, Neil. I did as she instructed. I felt her hands holding my head, palm against temple on both sides. I saw her eyes close for a moment, and then they flipped open, and they were white. But there were streaks of blue that danced around inside of her eyes. Well, the orbs that were her eyes. I saw the blue emit from her eyes dance down, meet mine, and suddenly I was lost in a mist. Time passed, I don't know how long, but there was something, there was a presence in my mind. I didn't fight it. I knew better. If the master wanted to see what was in my head, I'd let her see what the fuck was in my head. And I didn't care to hide any of the attraction that I had towards her or some of the other students. I allowed all of it to be available to, for her to look at. I snapped back and she stared at me. Son of a bitch. What? That coldness. That coldness you felt. Either. Either what? Either you're natural or somebody was augmenting you. Who? I don't know. Come on, get up. We have to go talk. 
Talk to who? Talk to my master. I stopped. I stared at her. Are you serious? He's... I know. He's fucking terrifying. He's scary as shit. He's 50% tattoo ink and 50% asshole. But he's a thousand percent badass. And he knows shit that I don't. And kiddo, I don't know what the fuck you just did. So we're going to have to go talk to him. Like it or not. Oh, I really don't want to. My mind was in full terror mode. I'd met her master once. I still had a scar. A scar right on my stomach. Where he had plunged a blade deep in it to illustrate a point. Oh, do we really have to? Yes, we do. Come on. I followed her as we exited the room. We walked down a stone corridor. It winded and twisted in ways that there was no way I could ever remember. But she seemed to know it, like the back of her hand. I always met her at the entrance of the cave. And then she would just lead me and we'd go to the training areas. Okay, how far is the walk? Not too far. We got to the end of one particular passageway and it opened up into a large chamber. Standing in the chamber, there were three small women. They seemed to be deep in conversation with each other, oblivious to me and my master. <clears throat> Excuse me, ladies, she said. One of them looked back for a moment, waved her way as if to say, Beat it, bitch. We got better shit to do than talk to you. My master would have none of that shit. Hmm, <clears throat> excuse me. I need to see the master now. The master is deep in meditation and will not... <clears throat> the door opened. He stood there, staring at, my, staring at me. You, come forward. My master went to step between us. He shook his head. Me and the boy, alone. Thank you. She said nothing. She stepped out of the way. I walked past her, walked into the room, and he stared at me, closed the door. I did as I was instructed. As I turned to close the door, I felt a powerful hand spin me around and slam me against it. I felt my hair being pulled up to reveal the cold nape of my neck. He looked at it. He sniffed it. I felt very uncomfortable. Outside of the cave, have you spoken to anyone about your training? No, Master. I haven't. Have you done any of your exercises in public? No, Master, I have not. I see. Has anyone different come into your life recently? Unexpectedly. Maybe a relative. Again. No, Master. Nobody. I see. He let me go. I spun quickly, warily, watching his hands, seeing if there was a blade there. He chuckled. Relax. If I wanted you dead, you'd been dead. 
That was very impressive what you did in the training room there. Any idea on how you did it? Um, I, I wanted to impress my master and I had never achieved it before and I just wanted to impress her. Hmm. So you wanted to impress her and not yourself. I don't understand. You were trying to impress her to what ends? Are you attracted to her? Well, yeah, but she's like way older than me. So like, I'm not dumb. I know that couldn't work. He smiled and chuckled. Not yet, but 50, 60 years from now, who knows? 50, 60 years? Jesus, I'd be old. He chuckled. <laughs> Age is a wonderful thing. It brings revelations. It brings wisdom. And it also helps to bring things into focus. The age difference between you two is not so profound. There's only 10 years that separate you. Like I said, who knows? But more importantly, I'd like to talk with you more about your motivation. When the Druids brought you to us, it was with the understanding that we had full disclosure of your entire history. You were at their orphanage. They brought you to us. They assured me there was no baggage, and yet you have abilities that I cannot account for. Well, isn't that a good thing? No. In my business, the unknown and key deviations to things like this are baggage or bad. Because that means I have to figure out why you were able to do something that I am barely able to do myself. And I am very, very old or ancient, as you put it. Oh, okay. My mind was spinning. I was able to do something that he was barely able to do. I glanced at my hand. There was not a mark. Not a slight blemish, scrape, or anything. Wow. Yes, very impressive. So impressive that... I would imagine that the mantle of Dragon Slayer would be insufficient. Perhaps even calling you a Demon Slayer would be inconsequential. With a power like that, you may even be able to take out a demigod. A what? Demigod. See, a dragon is a mystical creature, a demon is a supernatural creature, but a demigod, that's a totally different ballpark entirely. So, we have a slight problem on our hands now. You might wonder how I knew 
what you had achieved before your master brought you here and before you could explain anything to me. Yeah. Now, now that you mention that, how, how did you know? I was meditating. It's something that I do every other night. It's a way for me to keep in touch with what's going on in the world. You know your internet? Yeah. Your internet is kind of a physical manifestation of information. Here, let me show you. He stepped forward, did several motions in the air, reminded me of a kata done only with the forearms and the fingers and the hand. And as I was mesmerized by his fluid motions, it abruptly stopped with his forehead, with his, his thumb resting against my forehead. Suddenly, information flowed into my mind. I could see him meditating. And then his eyes opened abruptly and his nose began to bleed. He had stood up wiped the blood from his hand, his nose, looked at it in his hand, and in that he could see a slight reflection of me standing over the training dummy. The vision passed from my mind. What? What? You see, a lot of us masters have given some of our blood to those training dummies. And what it does is it allows us to better assess the student's abilities as power is transferred to and from. When you destroy that dummy, I felt it as an attack. That is probably why Karen thought somebody from the outside had augmented you to possibly use it as an attack against me and my fellow masters. And you? What do you think? No, you were not augmented from the outside. In fact, if somebody had, uh, I would probably be really hurt. Much more than a bloody nose. So, we have a, ta we have a problem here because that tells me other masters are now aware of your ability. Okay, but do you think one of them might have got hurt? He shook his head. No. Unfortunately, some of the masters that I am concerned about are no longer part of the order. They didn't like our rules and decided to find their fortune and power elsewhere. Your, your activities here have now marked you. They could see you just as clearly as I saw you. Okay. Okay. Fear began to fill me now, much greater than the fear I had initially felt for the master. At least with him, he was somewhat a known variable, but now to hear him say there were others, others that were not part of the order, that did not have to follow the rules, what did that mean for me? He looked at me, almost understanding the questions in my mind. And he shook his head. Not good things, obviously. So now what we're going to have to do, where are you staying? 
I'm staying at one of the churches? No. I'm going to instruct Karen to be your caretaker. Not only is she your master, but you will now train under her 24-7. But school, that's fine. You can still do your school. We have connections at the schools. You will be watched. You'll be looked after. I have several of my assistants that will be there as well. But short of school, you will spend the bulk of your time with Karen training, and your training will be accelerated. I believe you were interested in the uh, Demuk, if I'm not mistaken. My eyes widened. Yeah, I will warn you. That is one of many paths you can take. You can take the path of a healer. You could take the path of a killer. You could take the path of many different choices. But understand that once you start down a particular path, that sets your destiny in motion. You need to meditate and think heavily on this. Because once you are revealed certain secrets, it changes you. What is... What is Master Summer's abilities? Oh, she has taken the role of assassin. So she definitely does know the Dimmach as well as other techniques. But I believe secretly she regrets that path. Because once you see certain things, you are unable to see them. Again, it's one of those things with age and time... In retrospect, you do discover what it is that is more important to you. And you, Master, what is your path? He smiled at me. I took a path and then changed and took a different path. I see. So, healer. He smiled at me. Yes. I am now a healer. It wasn't always so. And the price I paid to make that change was very, very pronounced. Okay. Well, what should I do now? I want you to return back to your master and tell her what I've told you. I nodded. I walked away and I left. As I did, I saw one of the women, one of the three, as I had passed earlier, was staring at me. She smiled. Another one was over at the water area. There was an interesting water feature. Actually, there were several different interesting features of the master's chamber. One was fire, one was water, one was air, one was earth. And then, of course, it was metal that surrounded everything. But the water actually ran deep from within the cave and ran directly under his chamber. In fact, while inside, I had fought the urge several times to look down and see the water running underneath us. I always wondered what the floor was made of, but didn't want to waste time asking questions that I knew I probably wouldn't get answers to. One of the women... One of the women was standing on the far edge, scooping at the water. What is she doing? I asked the one who had smiled at me. 
She is an imp collector. She catches imps. An imp catcher? What is that? It's stuff that we require when we make certain concoctions for the master. I suspect before everything's said and done, we're going to need several special little imps and nymphs and other things for you, young man. There was a tone in her voice, something that made me very uneasy. Huh. Okay. Where's Master Summers? She said she'd wait for you there. She motioned, and I walked in that direction. As I did, I saw my master leaning against the wall, hands trembling slightly. I looked at her. She wiped a little bit of blood from her nose. Hey, she said to me. Hey, what's up? Nothing. Listen, we gotta talk, kid. I suspect Master said you're gonna be staying with me now? Yeah. Uh-huh. How do you know? I know because I was eavesdropping. I shouldn't have been, but I was. But what if you got caught? Nah, if I got caught, I got caught. I had to make sure he wasn't going to hurt you. I felt... flattered. She had risked a lot to look after me. Okay. Well... Wow. That's really neat. Yeah, don't let it go to your head. Alright, so you're going to stay with me. What's the game plan? Well, he said, I'll stay with you and then I can go to school but my training is supposed to elevate and I'm supposed to tell you what path I want to take. Her eyes narrowed. What of the past? What did he tell you specifically of the paths? He said you are an assassin? Her eyes widened a little bit. She nodded. Ah, okay. Why are you asking what he said? I thought you were eavesdropping. Well, I was. I was spying. I could see things, but some of the speech was garbled. I couldn't quite pick up what he was saying. I could see everything you were saying. I could see your lips. I could read your lips, but I couldn't hear him very well. So I'm just making sure I have full layout on what was said. Okay. Okay, yeah. So he said you were an assassin and that he thinks sometimes you regret it. She nodded. Yeah, I do. But decisions are done. There's no changing. That's not true. He said he also was an assassin for a while and then he changed and now he's a healer. She laughed. Yeah, he will say that, but he's full of fucking shit. He's still a killer. He's cold as a wizard's left nut. And very, very deadly. Might I remind you, when you first met him, he plunged a blade into your belly. I nodded. Yeah, that sucked. Mm-hmm, I know it did. Listen. We're going to have to figure some stuff out. I don't like this. I really don't like this. Something's not adding up. Something is wrong. And I think I might know somebody who can help us. But 
I really don't want to talk to him. Why? Because he's my dad. And my dad's an asshole. You have a father? Yeah. You had a father once too. And you had a mother. But yeah. Yeah, I had a father and I still know him. Holy hell. But I thought, yeah, no family. Uh-huh. I get that. But as far as he knew, I was dead. I was dead, cold, on a slab. But I kept in touch. In my own ways. He kind of thinks I'm a ghost, but... Yeah, he might fucking shit, but it's okay. He knows things that might be relevant here. Why is that? My dad's cop. Very special cop. It's kind that deals with our kind. But he didn't know you're alive? No, not really. But he will after this. But like I said, he has information that will probably help us figure some stuff out. Okay. Alright, so what do we do right now? Right now, let's get a hot dog. That sounded amazing. My stomach was grumbling. I was so famished. Starving. I didn't know why, but I was so hungry. So we walked. She led me out of the cave. Took me towards her car. And we started to drive. We got downtown pretty quick. She parked. We found a vendor. She ordered three hot dogs, handed two to me, and nibbled on one herself. All right, I'm going to make a phone call. I want you to sit here. Don't do anything weird. Just eat your fucking hot dogs. Wow, relax. Sorry. It's just, uh, when I fucking cramps are stabbing me like this, it just really turns me into a bitch. And all of today's events have really, really put me in a shit mood. Plus, I gotta call my dad. I'm not looking forward to this. Okay. Okay. So I ate my dog. And let me tell you, it was good. It was so good. I thought about the flavors. I thought about the tanginess, the mustard, the ketchup, the relish. Each flavor so pronounced, so delicious. And as I took a bite and savored it, my mind began to wander. Hello. What? What? I looked at my master. She was doing something on her phone. Not speaking on it, but looking for something. Did you say something? She looked at me. No, quiet. Okay. Over here. I looked to my right. There was a set of trees there, children playing around it, and there was a shimmer, something in the air. I looked at it. I took another absent-minded bite of my hot dog. It was good. I looked to shimmer. What the fuck? You, you will help me achieve great things. Uh, what? I looked back at my master, 
who seemed oblivious to me. She didn't hear a single word I was saying. I turned around again. The shimmering figure was now directly in front of me. Leaping lizard! I said, terrified, startled. Silence, boy. My mouth was closed. There was nothing I could say. I stared. The shimmer had light and dark in it. And I stared, trying to see features on the face. And I couldn't see anything but the faint silhouette of the mysterious shadow man. I will have your soul. I will have your power. Don't worry. We will be one, one, one. And then he shimmered away and was gone. My heart was pounding. Suddenly I was looking up. My master was shaking me. Are you okay? What the fuck? Are you there? What? What? What happened? You were chanting. You were saying something. I fucking told you to not do anything. I, 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 I was just eating my... The dogs were gone. There were just wrappers in my hands. I wondered what had happened. I told her. There was someone. He, he, he wants my power. She said, sit. She motioned again. She did the same technique she had done earlier. But this time, when she pressed her hands against my temples and the energy flowed forth, it was just the briefest of moments. And then she looked at me. Why are you fighting me? I said, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm not. There's something not allowing me in. I'm not blocking you. I'm letting you in. Whatever you want, go for it. I can't do it. She stared at me. Tell me about the man. Uh, he was tall. How tall? Maybe seven feet tall. Was he built big or thin? Big. Really big, actually. Oh, shit. What? I think I know who it is. You do? Yeah. We have to go back. Back where? Fuck my dad. We gotta go back to the cave now. She took me by the hand. Led me to the car. Now I realized the master's master was right. I had somehow drawn the attention of others and the first one had just introduced himself. And I was scared shitless. Alright. I don't have enough time to do a lot more but that's probably where I would have ended uh, a chapter anyway uh, and I think this one could be one of those types of stories where the real-time story time could continue so this could be viewed uh, almost as like a chapter one or an episode one because um, 
we have all of the setup. We have some very interesting things. And uh, I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. So we had uh, Ant Flow. Uh, I missed Harry Squirrel Nuts. But that's okay. We had 12 words, so I missed Harry Squirrel Nuts. That was going to be something he was going to say anyway. He was going to joke about something like Harry Squirrel Nuts. <laughs> but we didn't get that in there. That's okay. Uh, Brass Monkey was in there. Um, Buddha Palm was in there. Druids was in there. Cold as a Wizard's Left Nut was in there. Uh, Dragon Slayer was in there. Mysterious Shadow Man was in there. Uh, Demon Slayer was in there. 50% Tattoo Ink and 50% Asshole was in there. Uh, Imp Catcher was in there, and Leaping Lizard was in there. So uh, this this was a good one. I I really had fun with this one. Uh, I think this one could uh, definitely end up uh, being a story arc, uh, a big one. This could end up being a really big story. Um, I kind of like the the main character, uh, a very young young kid. Um, who suddenly uh, stumbles into a little bit of power and uh, we have next to no knowledge of uh, any of his lineage we don't know who the fuck his daddy is his mommy is we don't know um, a lot of things actually so this could be fun this could be a really fun one uh, so we will see what happens with this one wow I like this one I don't know anyway uh, Garen says, I have a suggestion for next week's story time. Go ahead, throw it out there. Uh, I just want to take a little bit of time to let people know um, every Thursday on Amazon until December 19th, if you go to Amazon and you go to Kindle and you do a search for Robert Ricks, uh, any one of these story names, uh, see next week's going to be... Uh, augmented truth the week after that is going to be dude just kill yourself which is a fucking phenomenally great story i love dude just kill yourself that's one of my favorite stories um and then after dude just kill yourself there's going to be uh, magic really sucks too and then after that is magic really sucks oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry back up after dude just kill yourself is harry situation after harry situation is then magic really sucks too and after magic really sucks too is magic really sucks three so uh cryptid based story and keywords yeah it depends uh cryptid based yeah we could do something i don't know we could see uh we'll we'll do a tentative maybe a lot i think a lot of it's going to depend on the keywords because if the keywords can't lend themselves to something and it's going to be too hard to manipulate to make it uh feasible then that might be a no but i'm i'm open for trying i mean that's how harry's situation came about right we said at least do a werewolf story so cryptid based yeah we could do something we'll see um so like i said Go ahead and um, check out Real Time Storytime. I think even last week uh, on the Real Time Storytime, I put the link in to the blog post that talks about stuff um, with the free stories and stuff like that. Um, so check it out if you guys want to see some of the actual polished writing. Uh, I have several stories and books. I have several books up on Amazon.com for Kindle. Uh, and I also have um, print books. So if you guys are interested in getting some print stuff, check it out. 
So there's a real fun contest that also goes hand in hand with this giveaway. Again, all of that will be in the blog post. So just go to realtimestorytime.com if you're on the podcast and you're kind of curious. Uh, on the realtimestorytime.com, just kind of scroll down and uh, near the bottom there, you'll see a link that talks about uh, uh, the free stories and the giveaway contest and stuff like that. All right, so that's going to be it for now. We're at the hour mark. We're going to end this episode. Thank you guys very much for coming and hanging out. We'll do this again next week, same bat time, same bat channel. And as always, I appreciate uh, the viewers for coming in and providing the keywords because without them, we wouldn't be able to do this uh, because it's their crazy story words that they, you know, keywords and phrases they throw in that I have to turn into a story. All right, guys, that's it. Thank you guys very much. I will see you guys next week. Adios.